Welcome to City of God, a podcast of the Center for Public Theology at Midwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. My name is Dr. Owen Strand, and I'll be your host. Join us each week as we engage the city of man with the biblical wisdom of the city of God. Welcome to City of God. Today on the podcast, the movie Tenet. Yes, it's one of those podcasts. It's time for the form of podcast that I very nearly enjoy the most, movie engagement, movie interaction. Recently, I watched Christopher Nolan's latest, uh, latest epic film. What do you call them? They need a term of their own, really. Uh, cinematic master work that is an intellectual Rubik's Cube puzzle. Okay, that, that's really going to catch on in the broader culture. I watched Nolan's film, and I was struck by five realities uh, of this film, Tenet. First, Tenet meets us in a world caught in despair and chaos. That's how Nolan introduces us to the world he has created in this film. It's a world in chaos. It's a world in, in which there is a battle going on. And I'm reminded when I watch Nolan's films that this is very frequently the context he sets his great cinematic products in. In other words, he does not usually stage his pieces in a time of quietude. He usually stages his picture in a position of absolute crisis. That stands out because not every director makes that move. It tells me something, at least I think it does, about Christopher Nolan's mind and worldview, that this is a man who recognizes, at some level anyway, from whatever worldview he specifically holds, it does not at all appear to be a Christian one, that this world is in crisis. We're not in peacetime. All is not going great. Everybody is not living their best life. Christopher Nolan does understand something that is biblically true that is theistically true. And this is that the world is caught in crisis. And I was struck in watching Tenet a few weeks back how this new film shows that. I would very much encourage you to watch it, by the way. Second, Tenet shows us both profound evil and real self-sacrifice. I won't give away any spoilers, at least I'll try not to. But as I was building into with my first point, given that there is crisis in the scenario of this film, You will not be surprised to hear that there is much evil at work and at play in the plotting, in the events of the movie Tenet. That's what obviously provides a lot of drama for a lot of films, a a lot of uh, culture and art. So let that be said. And yet again, here I think Nolan stands out. He stands out among his peers. Yeah, a lot of filmmakers will show, you know, a conflict in one form or another, but Nolan really does understand the world in significantly black and white terms. I won't say that he understands it in exactly the same shades I do, of course, or other Christians do, but he does understand that there is real evil out there and it is not good. And you can't take that principle for granted today. You say that's an obvious thing. No, it's not. It's increasingly less and less obvious. But Nolan also understands the power of self-sacrifice. I won't give away details, but his protagonist does indeed embark on a mission to help others, and that is very significant. This is a key part of a number of the plots of Nolan's films, a person who recognizes tremendous odds that they and broader humanity are up against and puts themselves in the line of fire. Perhaps my favorite example of this in Nolan's body of work is the film Dunkirk, which shows a pilot played by Tom Hardy played with almost no words in terms of Hardy's scenes in the film Dunkirk from just a few years back, but a pilot who has this mission and is almost out of fuel 
and could turn back from fighting German planes in the skies above the beach of Dunkirk, but makes a very clear and calculated decision not to turn back. In not turning back and going back to base and being safe, Tom Hardy's character essentially sacrifices himself at the movies and he is captured by German forces. Nolan understands the hero's call to self-sacrifice like few artists do today. He is not just a, a big movie director with a, a strong ability to show drama on the screen. In unusual form, he gets something of the role of the warrior hero, and Tenet shows us that. Third, Tenet reflects how life moves in many cases in a cyclical pattern. It, it, it shows... Um, it's hard to even begin describing, but it shows events that effectively can happen and then re-happen. I won't try to say more than that. I think everybody's brain just reset as I said that. I'll leave it there. But it is true that there is recurrence in our lives. That's something that I think Nolan is clearly fascinated by, and it comes through in this latest film, Tenet. Tenet, as a word, of course, being a palindrome ind indicating verbal or, uh, or word-based recurrence. Fourth. Tenet shows us a system that humans can hack to make change. This is an important tenet <laughs> of Nolan's films as well. Uh, Christopher Nolan seems to put the lion's share of his hope in humanity's ability to problem-solve a very significant challenge, hack the system, and effectively solve our biggest problem, solve the biggest problem that his protagonists face in his film. That's not to say there are no consequences in trying to do this kind of system hack and trying to resolve the tension, but it is to say that Nolan seems to have a kind of secular humanistic faith in the power of humanity to solve what ails it. Fifth and finally, Tenet draws on the power <clears throat> excuse me, of human connection and the value of human life. Here again, no spoilers, but we simply need to note that Nolan is very interested in human connection. He is definitely uh, transfixed by, for example, marriage and fatherhood, and he does not take these themes lightly, as many modern directors do. He recognizes just how significant the ties that bind are, and in his own way, uh, he brings those out and shows us how consequential familial ties are and also how painful it is when those ties are severed or damaged or threatened. Tenet, by the way, aside from these five points that I've just quickly laid out, is a smasher of a film. The soundtrack is pounding and propulsive. The movie is beautifully shot. It has kind of a James Bond feel at the same time that it has a uniquely Christopher Nolan stamp on it. It is worth seeing, as I have said. Uh, we don't want to buy into any film's worldview that is not Christian wholesale. We need to think about all things, including Christian products, Christian works of art as well, very discerningly and even discriminatingly in the right sense. And yet I would encourage those of you out there who enjoy uh, intellectual art uh, and intellectual pop art to think about Tenet, to watch it as you're able. Of course, there's different restrictions out there that we're all facing right now, and yet being back in that 
Dolby Cinema environment was uh, such a such a unique experience for me. Again, I'm thankful I had it, and I would encourage you to watch this absolute banger of a film and think about it. You'll be thinking about it whether you want to or not for a long time afterward. Ultimately, we know that God has set eternity in our heart in order that we would be drawn by God's grace as he works through his word and his spirit and his gospel to himself. There is no hope out there in a secular humanistic sense. Humanity cannot ultimately hack the problem that ails us, namely our own sin, our own depravity. And so we need one who does sacrifice himself, but not from a non-Christian standpoint. We need the Son of God in human form. We need the God-man to come in our sees through uh, a distance, and he does not know, it seems, at this point, the Christ. Let's pray for him to know the true self-sacrificial hero. Thanks for listening to City of God, a podcast at the Center for Public Theology at Midwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. We're so thankful you stopped by. We encourage you to continue to join the conversation at cpt.mbts.edu, the official website of the Center. And we encourage you to follow us on Twitter and Facebook as well. Join us in coming days as we continue the conversation on what it means to be the city of God in the city of man.